I just want to start off the episode by saying, man, as as a Canadian and as a Somalilander, I'm heartbroken by the Queen's passing. <laughs> just can we get a moment of silence for her and Tuchel's departure, please? And thank you. Queen Daenerys? <laughs> the only queen I know. There's <laughs> <laughs> still a moment of silence. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, please, a moment of silence, please, and thank you. No. I thought Listen, this was respectfully. I'm respectfully, really but I'm not on that. I'm really mourning the queen, bro. Just please. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. Too cool. <laughs> Did I say that? No, my fault. My fault. My fault. Oh, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. If this was if this if this was on Discord, I would have sent you the R.I.P. Bozo meme. <laughs> the guy's <laughs> dancing with the coffin. <laughs> well, I'm tearing up right now. Please, too cool. To, I mean, the queen passed. Please. <laughs> oh man. Or if we waited for this moment. I know. R. No R. one believed R. us. People attacked us for our opinions. Oh, we no, it's not even related. We got attacked. No, no, no. We got attacked. What? It's okay, but no, it's no, not related no, to our no, opinions. No. No, no, no. It's okay. Sorry. We'll Before we get into it, let's let let's let Big Fish take it from here. Ladies and gentlemen, all across the world, welcome to 11 on 11 Tuesdays. I just want to give a big shout out to the big three up top, Arf, aka Two Leg Taco, aka Brexit Football. This is Tiki Taka Football, Guardiola Football. Next, Ace. Talent ID, yeah? He was never that good. He was never that guy. I'll be honest with you. Next up, our big man up top, Mo Salah. I I got time today, brother. I got time today. Every Tuesdays. Basically, I'm scrolling through Twitter and these guys who have a podcast called M1 Podcast, they did they do like a freestyle every podcast. And today, or whatever their last episode, they did one about Chelsea. So oh. here, just listen to it. Should we just do Chelsea in general? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 let's do Chelsea bars. Them niggas rap like a bitch. He got a band from his block like a Bramovich. Band from his block like a Bramovich. Put ten in his back like Jogba. Six like Pogba. Ten like Matter. Aim for your head. Blood them a splatter. This shit don't matter. I talk real the man of cappers. I'll be right back like Reese James. I put the ball in and she came. Says she like me cause she's happy Like put the tackle in like I'm Aspie Them niggas just singing like the Pavarotti I'm the one in charge, call me Angelotti Yo, I'll be Josie I ain't getting one, I'm the special one This thing got teeth like a Suarez Got the drop, but it flop like it's Torres Yeah, flop, Fernando Torres Yeah, yo, yo Be on the wing scoring gold like Zola. Yeah. I get paid in cash, I don't need a check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl, shit, keep it like Peter yeah. Check. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Peter Check. Like Peter Jack, I take us to France. I'm on the ferry. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm stay sent up by like Terry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like it. Terry. What with me? It really could get messy. Uh, listen, I can do a cough because I don't feel well. <laughs> she like my star and see I chill well. Listen, she feeling tipsy because she drank hard. Baby, okay. she's Frank Lampard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's a hazard. I read it. Which was one word where they went uh, 10 like Drogba. Drogba's number 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I think, I, think I got the numbers off. Yeah. No, but these guys do it off the door. That was sick. That was sick. That was sick. Nah, shout out to Shout out to Who is it? Who is this? Uh, this is the M1 podcast. There's, there's okay. one kid. His name is Sorry. Billy. I think he's kind of popular. Oh, but I, I seen that Billy the Goat or something like that, right? I, th- I think he was on Filthy before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. kid's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. definitely check him out. But Amanda, Amanda, we need to talk about a lot, a lot. Surprisingly, no Premier League football this weekend, unfortunately. But there's still a lot to talk about. We had some big, important events that happened during the week. We have Champions League back. We have Europa League back, and we're gonna start off with a moment of silence. Again, from our question from Nabil, let's have a moment of silence for Tuchel, surely. <laughs> yes, please, please. Well, yeah, 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 please. Um, you doing? You okay? It's been hundred games. Doing- Tuchel, Champions League, uh, multiple <laughs> Cup finals. We're gonna miss him. And so, R.I.P. Bozo. Hey, respect, please, respect, <laughs> respect. Oh, you yeah, can't see yeah, me right look. now. But I'm doing the Jose three. Respect, respect, respect. Oh, if you're if you're doing there, uh, if you're channeling the real best Chelsea manager ever, then I'll respect it. Okay. <laughs> but all right, let, cool. let's actually get into it because we have a lot of questions related to Chelsea this weekend. All right, yeah, uh, let's go. First question from Austin Chelsea and Tuchel. We're going to start off with our brother Mo. Take it from here. Thoughts, man? You okay? I think right, he said Mo? something wild after the Zagbrov game. I think he was, they had a meeting. I think he said something crazy. What, That's what, the only thing that makes explain? sense. Because, okay, what, what we could it? go, I don't know, I don't know what he said, but we could go there talking about how they're going to give him a new contract, regardless of how the. No, 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 not they. He was talking about it. Let's be very clear. Apparently there was a verbal agreement. Came from management, like the the, the owners, like their their camp was saying, yeah, they're they're planning to re-sign Tuchel for the long term or whatever. Mm -hmm. And after the Zegrov game, he just got fired, like just quickly, just randomly fired. Nobody expected him to get fired. There's no murmurs of him like on the hot seat. So my thing is, I think he definitely said something crazy. Got into probably an argument after the game, said something crazy, and then... Todd was like, all right, you're out of here. Because apparently the next morning is when he fired him. And Tuchel wasn't expecting yeah. can, so, can I just repeat a quote from Joe Cole? So I think he was on BT and he said this. Uh, he said, honestly, I somehow feel Todd has been talking to Graham, as in Graham Potter, this whole while and has been receiving mm. his affirmation to the signings we all thought they were making for Tuchel. No surprises. He also plays Tuchel's formations. It looks more or less like the sack was planned well before now. The Zagreb show was just used as an excuse. You can't tell me some of the players don't know about the plan and deliberately down tools to hasten the sack. Why would you sign a Bumiang? No, no. I'm saying that why would you, why I would don't you agree with players? everything that he said, but it did feel like this was a foregone conclusion. I don't think the result had any bearing on the sack. I don't think Tuchel saying a particular statement had any bearing on the sack. I think this was always going to happen, honestly, because like, that isn't a decision that necessarily makes too much sense unless it was it was planned from before and you had other plans for the whole club moving forward and you just needed a right time. Like you could not sack him in the summer without the whole Chelsea fan base like Easy fighting you. Easy could have. No, he could not. No, he could not. They got rid of check when people didn't want them to get rid of check. Easy could have. I don't see. I don't see. It's a new management. They want to do things their way. That could easily been the the reason. But I don't know. I don't. I, don't, I a, just disagree. It's a sticky one. Um, there's a whole article on the Athletic that I highly recommend you all read it. Uh, it really goes into detail related to the sacking and the relationship that Tuchel has somewhat had in this few. What was it like two, three months with Bowley? Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy when you really look into it. So apparently, in their first ever meeting with Bowley and 
uh, Mo, what's his name? The other co-owner, Ekbali, the other. I don't know. I always talk the Clearwater guy. Yeah, he plays a big part in this sacking. So hear this out. A meeting was drawn up with Boli and Ekbali about recruitment. And Boli and Ekbali wanted to show Tukel and his team to, to for players to recruit in a 4-4-3. Four, four, Do you take four, what three, I said? No, 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 no. 4-4-3? Four, 4-3. Four, four, three. Four, four, three. This is a fact. No keeper? It's 12 players, actually. <laughs> they definitely have a keeper. What the hell? <laughs> that was apparently the first meeting ever with Tuka. And okay. uh, Tuka and his team was already kind of thrown off like with it. it. Was, it wasn't like a misspeak or something? Like No, I don't know. This is this is what I from what I'm seeing from the article. This is what The Athletic put out. I don't know all the details. But apparently Tuka and his team were kind of thrown off at the beginning. And they were just like, all right, okay, this is what we're dealing with now kind of thing. Um, another issue that seems to be related to it was recruitment. And again, according to Athletic, Bowley openly described Tuchel as a nightmare to deal with on recruitment. Do, uh, and this was from a Premier League executive who leaked this information. Uh, obviously, we don't know who it is. But then another source says Tuchel stated that him and his head coaches were all involved in every signing except Dennis Zakaria. And the reason apparently Bowley said it was a nightmare to work with Tuchel, all the signings he's made, none of them he wanted. He wanted that Cristiano deal to go through really badly, apparently. He yeah, wanted Tuchel to make that right? big sign and Tuchel stepped down. He said, nah, no way. And then obviously the whole Lukaku situation. And then deadline day, you sign a Bumiang, which to be fair, obviously probably Cristiano's a better, better suit, better big name for, you know, for your, one of your first signings as ownership. But anyways, there's a lot of things that went down. And apparently Tuchel wasn't happy with Bowley. Apparently, he didn't get the players he wanted. I heard there was a wish list. Again, on Athletic, they said Tuchel had a wish list of Matthias de Ligt, Rafinha, Frankie de Jong, Kimbepe. Uh, but Boli and Egbali were first in certain recruitment, like Ronaldo and Jules Kunde, who, again, another player that Tuchel didn't even want. And they were really forcing that transfer. So the whole thing is kind of, there was a lot of mess, obviously. There was a lot of stuff going on. But I think there's a lot more that we don't know, though. That was kind of under the radar. I just want to say quickly, if, if Tuchel's saying no about Ronaldo, I mean, most of the world didn't want Ronaldo. Maybe because of his contract, maybe because how they play, whatever the case is. Atletico didn't want him. I think he's trying to go back to Juve or something. They didn't want him. Uh, Bayern didn't want him. Nobody wanted Ronaldo. I don't know why Todd's pushing for we got to get Ronaldo. The thing like, is, you guys don't have that, a striker, though. That's that's that, Honestly, that's fine. I don't think Ronaldo fits in our system. I don't think he, Probably. Like, he, he's not what we need. Under the Tuchel system, I agree. He definitely doesn't suit it. Um, I think he can play like nine, right? He uh, can always knows? play we don't know. Ronaldo. I'm not saying he can't play. What I'm saying is he doesn't, at his age, at where the team's going, he doesn't fit the team. And for Tugo to say no, and you expect him to be your director of football in this time period because you fired check. If he says no, that's not a player we need in the system. You just have to take his word. Uh, no, but the thing is, the thing is about all the disputes between ownership and, and manager, isn't that somewhat normal disagreeing on signings or saying yeah i'd want this player but you want this player isn't that like status quo for managing a football team and the the operations of a football team you're not always going to agree with something i don't think it is that crazy of a difference but i guess it is if you're the new owner and you want to kind of put your foot down but like just just another comparison i have a friend who got a job at an american company and he's telling me that the main difference between working in an American company and Canadian company is that the Americans are ruthless. If they don't like something or it's not going how they want it to go, they'll cut you off immediately. So mm-hmm. this kind of feels like a little bit of that. Just, hey, I don't think this can work. I'd rather just 
cut it early. You know, there's no waiting for decisions. It won't ever be a situation with like all in United where you're kind of in limbo about, yeah, it's okay, but sometimes it's not. No, it's like, if I don't like it, I think it won't be good for the future. We're going to cut it off early. So I, I respect that part of the decision. Not necessarily that I agree with the sacking, but I guess just the immediate uh, action is something that I can applaud. I'm sure like even as a Chelsea fan, Mo, you would say the same, just immediate action no. being decisive. I'd say, I'd, say early, too, I'd say this. I'd say this. Even if is, it is too early, just immediate action, I think that's a good thing. A lot of the gripes it sounds like that they had with, with Tuchel is his perspective on where the club should go and the players should sign and that kind of stuff. And if, if we're going to be fair to Tuchel, he didn't ask for that position. He wanted Czech to stay. He wanted him to have that the director of football role that he had, which would have been an intermediary between the management, like the managing and the coaching and the, the ownership would have been the director of football. But because they got rid of it, they put him in this position. And now that he's directly opposing you, you have issues with him, mm -hmm. which they should have had that line of communication with having director of football. If you can get rid of check, hire somebody right away. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think yeah. it's not fair to Tuchel to ask him to that position. And then you're stretching him thin. And now he's he's asking his coaches to do some other management roles that they shouldn't be doing. Where they should just, just be coaching. And now he's constantly agitated naturally yeah. so yeah. doing five different jobs and you're gonna get fire him after that after but like he stuck by you in the sanctions right yeah. he stuck by the club and said he'll do whatever you want always gave such a public image of you, like a good public image of you didn't want to came to the public never talk bad about you yeah. right you had some who's, who's the one making these footballing decisions right now because clearly Tuchel. chelsea had a plan no but like outside of tuchel obviously that's the obvious for now odd check was gone marino is gone Todd. Todd, the four four three guy. Like I don't no, know. No, not him. That's, he's, that's the, I, he's just an investor. Bro. No, no, no. He has to advance. No, I, I'm, no but I'm saying team. like who was behind? Like for example, Graham Potter no. signing. Clearly, there was a plan there. You know, no, so but he has an advanced analytics team that I think they stated this somewhere in the article, or it's in a different article. He has an advanced analytics teams that he uses to to base his decisions around. That's why they were so heavy for um, what's the Everton kid with the blonde hair. Gordon. Uh, but Gordon, Gordon, Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon. That's why they were so in for him because they liked the metrics that he was putting up and they felt like, you know, he would have an effect on the team. But Tuchel wasn't necessarily all in. And yeah. I'm telling you guys, the hindsight makes this a lot clearer. Because if you look back in preseason, I remember questioning why Tuchel was fielding some of the players he was fielding because they're not going to play. Like Kennedy, he was not going to mm -hmm. play. Why was he playing in preseason? So that kind of gives a little glimpse as to what was going on behind the scenes there might have been problems and even with um certain players like kunde and maybe gordon why they're not here because if the club is in for you but then the manager isn't really too friendly in the meetings or he's not really having the sort of uh res i don't want to call it respect but you're not as comfortable with your yes, conversations with him yeah because you know you could see that something's off so i guess the hindsight makes this very very clear I th I'm, I'm glad you brought that I'm up glad on anthony gordon one, bro 60 mil would have been crazy he has under 10 premier league goals in his career so far oh, but from what we've seen especially this season no no, no i'm boys uh, too soon to judge but i like what i'm seeing but i, I want to stick to topic here and ace brought it up the players in terms of happiness and whatever you're talking about players that were linked with Chelsea players that are currently in Chelsea who are under contract with Chelsea or unhappy with Tuchel like we, we we can't ignore that like the whole Lukaku situation Timo Werner didn't he have a big argument with Tuchel in front of the players uh during preseason uh, right before he left Mo maybe you have more information on me more than me uh Ziyech I think that's a little obvious that there's an issue there Pulisic call him house of the doy so it's kind of being a pattern Look, I'm not trying oh. to defend Boley, but 
but there was issues in, say, in, in the back, you know? So We saw what happened with Lukaku. Tuchel was completely in the right with Lukaku. You can't say that, like, the way that he just, he handled it publicly, you, you can't say that Lukaku wasn't at fault. I fully think that was on him. No, right? but to give what him back, we, to give him right back, like, for nothing, when he didn't have a striker. That's a top decision. A striker in mind, too. That's a, no, I'm, I'm with get rid of him. Get rid of him. Why would you want to poison in the locker room? If you get some rid of someone, you're a Chelsea football club, right. you have to replace him with someone reliable. You literally didn't have a striker. Yeah, you brought Broha, you fair. barely gave him minutes. That's, I want to bring in Aubameyang. Look, I'm a big Aubameyang guy, but like that's kind of crazy. Deadline day. I would have been perfectly okay with bringing no strike and getting rid of Lukaku. You can't have somebody like that in the locker room. You can't. He's gonna. He's just gonna constantly be negative towards everything. He's gonna make other players' perspectives look negatively towards a coach. He's, and then after it's just gonna spread throughout the team. You can't have it. You can't have him in the locker room. Period. He has no respect for the coach. He has no respect for the club. You gotta get rid of him. You don't think that relationship could have been fixed? You know, they could have been. It was done by I mean, the Well, now done, there's a new manager that could have, you know, that could have been all avoided. I still don't want him back. I still don't want him back because that's how you treat. That's how you treat your manager within three months. There's no way I want you back with another manager. I don't want you at all near this club. You have no respect for the people around you. I hear that. I hear that. But yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to see patterns. Warner, I'm not. No, no, yeah, Timo Warner. Ahead. We can't say Tuchel didn't give him a lot of chances. He just doesn't. He couldn't score. Yeah. Mo, but do you not feel like Tuchel has a little bit of accountability in terms of finishing? For Warner, in, absolutely. In terms of relationships, I'll say with Hudson Odoi and Pulisic, yeah, I agree. There'll be times where they're on, they're, they're starting to get a form, and they um, they get pulled. Which I think, yeah, he should have handled them better. But when it comes to Lukaku, when it comes to Warner, when it comes to Ziyech, I don't think so. I don't think he handled them poorly at all. Mm, I'm, I, I disagree. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think he did give those players chances. I, I think the a, relationship is beyond chances. I, I, I completely look, disagree, boys. Look at Timo Werner. Okay, they had their argument. People have arguments at workplaces all the time. Right? Yep. You don't see him saying anything negative about Tuchel. It, wasn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. He, then he went to back to Leipzig. It is yeah. what it is. None of them have anything negative to say about each other. They had a very professional, amicable relationship. With Ziyech, he wanted to go to Ajax. Ajax didn't want to buy it. It's, it was that simple. The only players I'd fault him for is Hudson Adoy and Pulisic. That's it. I mean, there's a couple more, too. Like, there's a lot of young players oh, cool. that he kind of. There's a lot of young players that he gave away. LEG. Gilmore. That was this, uh, this offseason. He's, hold on, he's hold stagnated. Hold on, bro. You guys were crying. You're telling me he's there. stagnated? That is poor. That is so poor. That is so poor. He was poor last season. Mo's right. He was very bad for Norway. No, I know. He, he didn't play good. good. But come on, man. He's a talent. He's a talent, bro. Come on. He's in Brighton. Now we'll see. What do you You'll see. You can't see no more. He's gone. He's in Brighton. That's what I'm saying. If we're if Tuchel's wrong, we'll see in Brighton. This is poor Mo. You used, used to brag about how yeah, this guy was man of the match sick, in every. He went, alone, he went alone two years in a row and didn't do anything. No, but man, he uh, never I got know. a chance for Chelsea. He never got a chance. That's fine, but he went to two different clubs and showed nothing. Look, I'm, yes, not, I understand fault, I'm not trying to fault Tuchel as much, but I'm, and I'm not trying to side with Bowley. But there are there were some things that was going on in the back that were kind of obvious. There was a lot of young players that did seem unhappy, that did want to leave the club. Like the fact to even leave young players that want to leave Chelsea Football Club to just get playing time, it's kind of nuts. And on top well, of that, that's also you normal. You had two, you were crying out for a midfielder. Carne still didn't get any minutes in, fully healthy. 18, bro. But you were literally crying out for a midfielder. Yeah, like, you, you were lacking depth in midfielder and Golo Conte injured. Anyway, it's it just, uh, there, was start, was, there was some patterns was going on. You're telling me a kid that wasn't Wait, an out and out starter for Villa is going to be an out and out starter for Chelsea? Well, the, Mo, well, did you, he did never said starter. He never said starter. But Mo, listen, I have a question. I have a question. Mo, do you think any other managers 
in the world could have managed this squad better. I'm not talking about results. I'm talking about keeping people happy and playing players while also getting some form of results. In terms of when you look at the context of you don't have a director of football, you fire Marino, who's handling negotiations of contracts. You fire Bruce Buck, who's the chairman for a long time. I'm not a big fan of Bruce Buck, but at least he's a semblance of stability in the club. When you when you consider like all those important positions in the in the ownership side of things or the manager side of things being let go. I don't think there's many coaches in the world that could have handled that. Maybe, mm. maybe Pep could have done it, right? Maybe Klopp could have done it. Jose and Shalati, like the elite, elite managers could have maybe done it, but there's not, Tata. there's not, there's very few I'm, that could have done it. I'm not talking about perfection. I'm just saying he could have done things better. Of course, it was a tough situation. Better. It was a tough situation. And I understand that. But I felt like there were certain things that did not make sense. And obviously there's reasons why they don't make sense, but it doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, remove the fact that they still don't make sense. I'm going to, of course, you could have done things better. I'm not saying you couldn't have done things better, but I'm saying considering everything going on, what he did was really well. Like it was a really good job. I can't fault him for the slight deficiencies when you're considering everything you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. Cause you're not going to be perfect at the whole job. You know what I mean? We're nitpicking a couple of players that are unhappy, but we also have to consider the fact that he had a whole sanction that he had to deal with all the end of last season that definitely provide a lot of stress on him. You have to consider the fact that he's also dealing with a whole bunch of other players that, that are being let go, like Christensen and Rudiger that are leaving and he has to manage their situations, right? Yep. He has to deal with a whole bunch of the aging midfield that's getting old mm -hmm. and he has to chop and change, figure out what works, right? And at the same time, aside from even that, I don't want to bring it up, but his own personal life is like... Yeah, the apart. divorce. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? No, no, no. Considering no I understand that. On, I like... I, he The way that he got fired after on the 100th game, yes, yeah. he lost the game, but... What he did for the club, he deserved way more time. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, I, I come off as like uh, bully. I'm on bully side. I am totally against the sacking. Like it was way too early in the season. The results, they were bad. Let's be fair. Let's be. I'm not completely gonna honest. I was telling you know, my cousin. I was telling my cousin. Shout out. The performances were bad too. I was telling. I was telling my cousin. I personally, if I was in Todd's situation, I'd give him till after the World Cup. Yeah. Right? There's yeah. a lot of players that obviously are going to kind of become lazy, especially come October, November, because they don't want to get injured before the World Cup, right? Mm -hmm. And I think giving him a period of time, maybe a month after the World Cup, to really assess if he can go, like if he can actually take this team to like a, a like a top top three, I guess, in the sense like we're along with Liverpool and City and like dominating yeah. the league. I think you give him this bit of the season, kind of work out the new players, yeah. right? After the World Cup, then you give him like that month period to see, okay, how's he doing? Where is it going? Yeah, the, and if it's not working, out, Christmas then you start looking yeah. for it. Yeah, then you start looking. I'm not even saying sack, we start looking for a new new coach. So come yeah, summertime, you get rid of him. You say, okay, look, you know what? It didn't really work out. We're gonna get rid of you. Mo, I have I have a crazy question. It's a little bit deep, but just follow me, pause. But um <laughs> the Chelsea culture is based around winning and performance. You need to get your results, otherwise you are out the door. Yeah. Do you not feel like the fan base and their and their hunger for trophies and success and immediate success, not not the long term build, but the immediate success. Like, for example, if you go on Twitter, the moment you guys lose a game, maybe some there's some sane fans, but a lot of Chelsea fans are oh, this guy. He's unbelievable. We want him out. You know, like you guys don't really give players a lot of second chances. And I'm saying that like not I don't really mean that all the way. But, you know, you, for the most part, I don't see you guys as giving players too many chances. Do you feel like the fan base Maybe not you, but do you feel like the general fan base is complicit when decisions like these happen? Like, for example, Lampard getting let go or Tuchel let, getting let go. Do you guys not feel like the pressure that you guys put on the club and the club's culture uh, directly lead to things like this happening? Um, I'm going to say, for one, 
I don't think it's just a Chelsea club thing that does that because you look on Twitter. No, 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 no. Like, like all, let, all let me clarify. Let me, let, let, let me clarify. I'm speaking specifically about Chelsea. So without a comparison, are you, are you able to like, you know, give me some form of answer? I just say it's, it's, it's a, it's a fan thing. Right. And I think that it's the owners who have to kind of differentiate between what's actually good for the club and what the fans want. Like I said previously about United, right. They want to X, the fans want X, Y, Z. But it's not always right. Mm-hmm. They wanted Sancho. They wanted this. They wanted that. And I'm using it as an example to just kind of clarify my point. They wanted these high-profile wingers. They wanted this and that. But what they really needed was a CDM. And some fans definitely say we need a CDM. And the ownership should have just said that's what's best for the club. Forget these the Sanchos of the world. Forget, I don't know, Anthony's working out for them. But forget Anthony. Let's get a CDM, right? And they got mm-hmm. one Casemiro eventually. But you know what I mean? They should have, the owners should look at the club critically and say, okay, what do we actually need? Mm-hmm. The fans at the end of the day will be happy with just winning. You win, the fans won't say nothing. Mm-hmm. You start losing is when they start saying stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so this ownership should have looked at the club and said, what is best for the club right now? It's not fine. I don't think finding two goals is best for the club. Sure, he might not be your long-term vision. He might not be your long-term plan. But I think you definitely needed a director of football first. Yeah, yeah. Right. I think what? that should have been the first thing that they got. They figure out after that what transfers are coming in. They make good deals. And if it doesn't work out with Tuchel, it doesn't work out at that point. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, least, I understand that. Yeah. But I'm saying let's put the owners to the side for a second, right? Because mm-hmm. I know the owners make the decisions, but the fan base does have an effect. Oh, Whether the like, owners listen or not, that's besides the point. The fan base has an effect in the stadium and about the decisions as well, as minutely as it might seem. Mm-hmm. Is the fan base complicit in decisions like this happening? I wouldn't say they're complicit because with this specific sacking, for example. Partially, of, partially there's complicit. Of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of fans who are going, yo, man, I'm tired of this. Tuchel needs to go. Da, 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 da. Now that he got fired, those same fans are going, yo, that was too quick of a decision. You know what I mean? Like they're reactionary and naturally they'll be complicit. They don't have the power of a decision. They can say whatever they want. Okay. They don't have the power of a decision. You'll naturally be complicit. Like, what am I going to yeah. do that now that Tuchel got fired? I can't do nothing. I can't rehire him. Yeah. Right? Naturally, I'm complicit in this going on. I can have my grievances. Yeah. I can say what I want to say. But I'm complicit. I'm still following Chelsea. That's still my team. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right, Great let's point. move on. We got a couple questions that we got to get through with Chelsea. Uh, first question from Ibrahim. How will Chelsea look under Potter? Is he just a small team manager? Question mark. If, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's a small team manager. I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see. I think I, that part of the answer, we'll see how he does with Chelsea to say that he's the only a manager can manage small team, teams. Is it fair but, to say he's proven though? Like, it's a little too soon for that. Because I would say not. He's Premier League chance. proven and all. Yeah. He's a chance. Premier League manager for sure. A quality one. I've been telling you yeah. I've been big on him. So like, I got to say, yo, although Tuchel got fired, I'm happy Potter was the one that was hired. Because I seen more mm-hmm. of Pochettino getting thrown around. I was begging. I'm like, no, please not that guy, bro. Really? You didn't want Pochettino? No, no. Yeah. I don't want him at all. The thing so is, we, like with Graham, like he's never, like these are some big players he's going to have to deal with. There's there's just more to just coaching a football club. You know, there's contracts, there's egos, there's so much I going on of, in the background. The I don't think he's ever had to deal with this. I think hmm? a lot of the Chelsea players are coachable. Like our our, yeah. our best players are um, Thiago Silva, Reese yeah. James, Sterling, Mason Mount, big time leaders, good uh, Kovacic, Jorginho, yeah. Conte. These are all guys that are coachable. Every coach that they've played with had they've been coachable under them. Yeah. The, the guys that weren't really coachable, Lukaku got shipped, Ziyech who's still here but like keeps a low profile for the most part. Pulisic keeps a low profile. Um, mm. And I, I can't even say Pulisic is not coachable. That's that's not even fair to him. But like our team is generally a coachable team. 
there's no like big personality that like overshadows what the the, the or tries to overshadow what the manager's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I agree. All right. Let's go through the next question. Big Fish, how much time are you giving Potter and is he going to suck up to the new ownership? <laughs> <laughs> Brand new contract. How much time are we giving him? He got a five-year contract, bro. I think he's here for a I long know. time. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, I five, years. Five, years. five years and it's 12 mil a year. Yeah. He's wow. here for 12 million process, euros, right? I believe. Yeah. I think they had to pay Brighton a fee just to get him seven million midseason. Yeah, I think it was more than that. I heard it was in the no, no. range, but it was false reported seven million. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, I mean, he has to finish top time. four no matter what with his Chelsea squad. Season, I don't think so. I don't you think so. No, you have to. I do not think so. Not this Chelsea season. though. He doesn't uh, yeah. have to. He should. Chelsea just Chelsea just he doesn't. He'll be criticized. Cup finals and a top four finish, and we consider well, we got rid of that. that coach. If we're being honest, he took a downgrade. I like. I like Potter. I think he's a dope manager, but it's a downgrade on Tuchel as of right now. Mm. From what we've seen, like he's the, Tuchel's the better manager. We'll see. You could be. You could. You could. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, don't know. I, I, I agree. I, though I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I, th- I think his main goal is to make Chelsea watchable and play good football for this season, and yeah. and to start building patterns of play that are replicable, and yeah. you know the fan base enjoying watching football again because i don't think it was that enjoyable under tuchel mo correct yeah. me if i'm wrong but at times majority of the time when we were flying when we were flying oh man it was liquid football yeah but i hear what big fish is saying i don't think potter is the type he's not gonna you know make some demands like tuchel was doing so i feel like he's gonna be just a coach you know strictly a coach nothing else that's what tuchel uh, wanted to be <laughs> that's yeah, the annoying but, part you know, but when you're a big time manager like Tuco, world class manager, you know, you make you need to make those demands, you know, to compete with the best. So I don't think Bro, he's gonna do the a same. Director of football that he that he could relate to and talk to or whatever about like, and they have a similar vision. That's all he wanted. Yeah. One more thing I wanted to bring up, Tuco. I feel like I'm coming off as a hater today, but he, you know, there was previous issues, same, almost similar at Dortmund with uh, Sibin Mislatat. He had issues with them. They got rid of Mislatat, and then they literally sacked. Took out the same season. Okay, let's talk about that. There's a lot of issue. Let's talk about that. The issue yeah, was, he started, the issue started when there was that whole, the, there was the bombing or whatever in the, the European competition and they wanted Dortmund to play and he said, I don't want my players to play. Hmm. That's where the issue started and then Sven Mislatat went to Arsenal, right? Yeah, after. After, after correct? Whatever and they what dropped or he left them. Very bad actually at the moment. We can probably do a whole episode about it. All right. Uh, so yeah. is Tuchel not validated in that? In terms of recruitment, maybe. Yeah. Not really. But, but for because, Dortmund, like Mr. Tad made those big signings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I mean, he for left. Dortmund, and he pretty much built Dortmund. He left and they got Haaland. They got Drew Bellingham. They got, yeah, but he's he's their team was better before then. Their team was better before then. In terms of young talent? Yes. Yeah, he signed Royce, Lewandowski. You know, Bro, uh, got Bamyang. Like he got the he built the foundation. Dembele, yeah. they had uh, Goethe. They had Dahoud. They had all these good players. They had Guerrero early, who I think is still class. Come on, man! They had yeah. a great team. Yeah, that's but, my uh, favorite Dortmund team, honestly. One with Bamyang, Dembele, Pulisic, mm-hmm. and who's the other? And Roy, sorry, the Pulisic. Yeah. We could we could have seen Aubameyang two point so sad. But uh, let's move on. Next question from Rory: Is there pressure on Potter to have Havertz in the starting lineup because of value and Champions League final goal? Good question. Yes, um, but I think that Graham Potter he has a blank canvas right now, so he's able to do what he wants, and he can just say he's trying things to experiment. Mm-hmm. But I think that um, it is a little bit results based in the beginning because you want to get the fan base on your side. You want to get those first two three wins. And those first two, three wins, 
let's say you get three wins in a row, that will be more valuable than three wins at any other time in your Chelsea career, I think. So, you know, just having a good start and starting off on the right foot is important. So I think he's going to have the freedom to do what he wants. But once he kind of figures out who works for him and who doesn't, then, you know, that's when you're going to be able to see if Havertz is going to be there or not. Yeah, I don't know why. I, see, I promise yeah, you that. Yeah, I agree. And I think he's actually going to play the 10, like legit the 10 under Potter. Like, I could see him playing the but... McAllister role, bro. If he does the same That's what team I'm setup. thinking, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they kind of thrive in that Brighton team with that formation. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of mad that we didn't have Premier League this weekend because now Potter's going to get that time with Chelsea to you know, nah, figure nah, things nah. out. Shout out to the Chelsea fan, the Queen, who decided to, you know what I'm saying? No, so that she, so Potter can get Liverpool time fan. to train, you know what I'm saying? Wait, nah. so Mount wouldn't be better than McAllister McCall- role, sorry? I feel like he might no, I rotate think he's more Mount like on the Calvary's. wing. I think they're more like Havertz. I really want to see his preferred 11. I want to see his best 11, who he actually like uh, falls in love with and who he wants to play. I really want to see who's there and who's not. I could see Mount playing more like Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Just coming off the right wing, maybe. Because the right winger position is kind of dead for y'all. So, yeah. And Sterling on the left. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, hopefully there's Premier League next weekend. Uh, Last question for Chelsea uh, from Ross. This one is for Mo. Which Brighton players would you like to see Potter bring to Chelsea? McAllister, Trossard, and Big Tross. Casado's not bad. Those, those are the three. Casado's disgusting. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe a keeper. Casado yeah. is the guy that you guys oh, should get. Oh. Should have gotten instead yeah. of uh, Zakaria. One thing we got to look out for Kepa might become starting keeper again. Mm. RF? Mm, I don't know about that. RF. He looked good in the Champions League. Wait, I ain't gonna lie. He looks good. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I mean, I thought you're anti Mendy. I'm not. <laughs> it's I'm not, not even anti Mendy. I've, I've, I've stated so many times that Mendy's still one of the best uh, keepers in the world. But like, it's a strong I statement. I don't know if I agree. Yeah. I'm just I saying, bro. The, the way that his, Brighton play, but, it's really keeper. Like keepers really gotta be good with their feet. Yeah. I can see Kepa getting a chance again at being the first the starting keeper. You never know. You never know. Okay, we need to move on. Let's talk Liverpool boys. Question from Omar Agrao. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's going wrong at the red side of Mary's side? Mercy side. Yeah. Mercy side, sorry. Mercy side. Misspelled. But uh, yeah, who wants to start off here? No midfield. Uh, I think it's more than that, man. No midfield. Think, at this point. Is, cannot play right back. There's no midfield covering for him whenever no, no, he goes up. To, oh, hold on. Okay. Let's let's talk Trent solely on Trent right now. Ace. Wait, 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 wait. No, wait, no, no. Wait. Let me Free get speech. my general shit out first. Come on. <laughs> I think no, no. I think we need to talk about Trent because I think you've been dodging it a bit. I think you've been know, dodging, I'm not dodging it. I never dodge. Nah, talk to me. Talk to me. You only brought it up in the Champions League final, the one mistake he made, but you haven't really brought it up as much. Okay. You're very okay. big. You're very big. You're really you're talking big when you said Trent over Reese. Trent over all these other right backs in the world. Yeah. What's going on now? What's your thoughts on him? I think that it's a general statement, but it applies to Trent. I think the team is lacking effort. And I think there's not a lot of character being shown. If you looked at the Champions League game against Napoli. There was one through ball that went in on the right side. Trent was standing still. Fabinho was standing still. Somebody else was standing still. And basically the guy got slipped in and he took a shot and he scored. Or it might have been a deflection then he scored after but it was pathetic. And I said, this is not the Liverpool that I know or that I came to know. This is the Liverpool of the current. Even now, it seems like there's problems in the dressing room where, you know, if Milner is berating Van Dyke, your future captain, live in front of everybody, 
about effort and positioning, then something's wrong because mm-hmm. I'm sure that's a conversation that can happen. But in front of like on live on national TV, that just screams problems in the dressing room. I don't think the players are meshing well. I think that Darwin Nunes is a good player. I think he's a bagsman. He's a traditional striker who score goals, but I don't know if he necessarily fits the Liverpool system. Salah is a ghost. I, I do yeah. not know who this guy is. Yeah. I do not know who this guy is. There's there's the absence of Mane. And I feel like Mane's presence, I think um I was talking with with um Yassine on in, in one of the, the the leagues that we play in. There's this one guy on our team who he doesn't really come, but when he plays, everybody's level and intensity goes up. I think Mane was that guy because he always mm. played with a little bit of an edge. All of his duels, he's winning them. And if he's not winning them, he's running back on defense. So there's a lot of intangibles that are missing now that Mane's gone. You have Diaz, who's an absolute skiller. He's a baller. There's certain intangibles that aren't there. You know, there's the midfield issue where, you know, you don't really have the engine workhorse midfield. You don't really have the techie guys like Tiago fit, you know. So it's like Fabinho there with Milner and Henderson and none of them are playing well. Your center backs are a myth. They're an absolute myth. Van Dijk is playing terrible. Gomez is playing terrible. Your best center yeah. back in Matip's out. Your second best center back in Kanate's out. And I mean that. <laughs> but there's a lot going on. So Simicast right? is a great player. I think Simicast is a great player. But yeah, he's not he's not he's not Robertson. He's not Robertson. And I think that when you try to bring a player into the fold, when a team is doing bad, then you know they they're they're set up for failure a little bit and i guess that's all you can do but still so i there's there's a lot of problems going on and i will say trent is not playing well i'm disappointed in what i'm seeing and i want him to be the one to step up and lead the team out of that but i don't know if that's in his skill set i'm not saying that's not in his character i don't think that's in his skill set he's not like for example um if this was like uh a sala who can just score a goal get them out of trouble or if this was like a midfielder who can just run up and down and really like put some passion into the team but i don't think it's in trent's skill set to do that he's not playing well and i want to see him do better i agree all that to say I'm, 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 trent. all that to say what about trent i just that's why i ended off with trent that's why i ended off with trent your trent was one sentence ah he just doesn't what do you want me to say listen the defense I said is he, woeful. It's yes, the defense woeful. is woeful. It's poor, man. Did you see that well, Anguissa goal? The whole back four is poor. The whole back four. The only player who's playing somewhat okay is Allison. No, but I think Allison and Diaz. I think Allison and Diaz. No, I disagree. The the fullbacks, I think, are at most fault for most of it. Yeah, we could talk about the midfield. We'll get into that after. But like Trent and Robertson, it's not the same. It's not there. I don't know what's going on with them. Maybe they're... You know, overplayed. Maybe all the all the past seasons of playing thirty eight league games, all these Champions League fixtures without rest, it's finally caught up to them. I know Trent doesn't really have as much cover like Robertson does. I I know they signed a right back. I'm not too sure who he is, um, but it's just not there right now, man. It's really not there. But you guys want to talk about the midfield? Yeah, they don't have one. That's it. <laughs> Harvey Elliott's not a midfielder. Yeah, he had he had a howler. He's that, not. That, that he's not a midfielder. Game. I don't blame him though. He's not a midfielder. He's a right winger. He is a right winger. But I like, think he's going to grow into the midfield role. He can play there, but he's he's a right winger. I think he can grow into the midfield role. Take your chances. Yeah. I, th- I think positionally he lacks a bit of awareness, so he makes that up by running a lot. So you'll see him running. You feel like he's doing the right things, but he's just not in the right places where, where you need him to be. That's due to inexperience. He's not a midfielder. 
if you have two solid midfielders, if you have two solid midfielders in a midfield three, I think he could be the third one. I think who's, he could who's, thrive who's the solid midfielders? The There's problem. zero. That's the problem, yeah. right? That's the thing. Even then, even still, Harvey Elliott's looking like their best midfielder. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, is it? But there's something else with the midfield right now. Like where before, you know, everybody I talk about the you know the football manager Jurgen Klopp, the gig impress, you know. Like I don't know if it's just me saying this, but there's seems to be no lack of intensity from that Liverpool midfield, like we've seen in previous seasons. Like it just seems dead. You know, everything is just going through them, and I feel like the Napoli game just kind of defined it. Like literally, their midfield is just getting ripped through. Yeah, and that's why like, I hate as a. As a defender, I hate to put blame. I'm a little bit biased. I always try to avoid as much blame on the keeper and defenders because I, I try to see what's going on in front of them. And Anguisa, and I, I can't even pronounce his name, we're just ripping them through the midfield. I literally ripping them. Zielinski is a guy I want to talk about. I think Liverpool I've should have signed him. I've been saying I like that guy. Time. Liverpool should have signed him a long time ago. He should be in this Liverpool squad I've right now. I've been saying. He should be starting on, for this man. Liverpool squad right now. Come on, he man. is a problem. But no, we have talked about that one kid. I had, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. He got Serie A Player of the Month for Napoli. He, he just signed for them for ten million. Uh, Ko Icha Kuarat Shaklia. My bad, bro. But you are a baller. You are an absolute baller. If you guys are watching for Napoli, he is disgusting disgusting but yeah he's doing work and he's he he bodied he bodied liverpool side note i think i think napoli has probably the best recruitment in world football after like dortmund like early early stage recruitment i don't think there's a team better than them other than maybe dortmund they're just too good they're just too Uh, good yeah they have they have star-studded teams every year and not necessarily like superstar but like Great players. Yeah. And, you know, they're top, of, if I'm not mistaken, they're top of the league right now, too, for Napoli, which everyone thought was, there's going to be a transition period where you lost Insigne, who's been one of your, one of your, your club captain, you know, one of your best players for a long time. Dres Mertens, who's been like one of your best forwards since Higuain and Maradona. And then Koulibaly, who's been their best defender ever of all, literally of all Napoli lifetime. But, yeah, it's very impressive what's going on there. But uh, but in terms of Liverpool and this midfield, I don't know, man. There's something think, going on. I, I, I got to know. I, I have a question. I, what happened yeah. to Fabinho? Yeah, he's looking shaky. He's looking shaky right now. But he's fell off a cliff in terms of like ability. Yeah. And yeah. I, I really want to know what happened. Like where he was, he looked like one of the best CDMs in the world to a guy that shouldn't even be playing in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, a little too far. That's that's a little bit yeah. strong, but yeah. I understand Bro, your point. So bad. I think I think we're slowly slowly getting a glimpse into the fact that a lot of these Liverpool players aren't stars on their own, but they're they when they come together as a collective, they're unstoppable. So, yeah. for example, I don't want to pigeonhole Van Dijk, but Van Dijk is a great great player, one of the best center backs we've seen, yeah. not the best, but one of the best. But when he doesn't when he doesn't have that partner that suits him or can play on his level or is at his level slash better than him. He doesn't look as good. Same yeah. thing with Salah. When he doesn't have that guy in the middle, whether it's Mane, whether it's the inform Firmino, he doesn't look as good. When Fabinho doesn't have that great midfielder beside him in Thiago or whoever, he doesn't look that good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in football, they always say if your spine is weak, then, you know, your team is weak. And nice. right now the spine is plastic. Yeah. And then now it's like a domino effect. Every, everybody's falling over, but I don't think it's permanent. I think they can get out of it. Now that uh, Premier League's postponed and then there's international break, hopefully um, 
they have time to maybe recover and then you know maybe they can come back and start again yeah i do think liverpool got away with not getting another beating this weekend um but last question from adam related to liverpool I feel like Liverpool shouldn't have gotten Nunes and have gotten Fofana, Rice, and Jude. So it's more of a statement. Um, I mean, Jude wasn't uh, an option this season. Jude was definitely not an option. Dorbin was Declan Rice. I mean, with that same price tag, they probably could have got him. No, Fofana. I don't think Fofana. They didn't need him. West Ham. Declan Rice was 150. They wanted 150. They could have not got him. I feel like they could have got away with 100. No, 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 no. no West Ham put a Chelsea would have done it then. Yeah, they put a 150 price tag on him. They said we're not selling you 150 bags. You guys might be right. Yeah, yeah. And then who's Fofana was the last one. Yeah. Bro, Fofana, they didn't. Fofana, I don't they think didn't, they need yeah. another center just, back. They, center yeah. back. Yeah. they have too many. They have too many first choice center backs. It's, it's not even them. Let's be honest. Joe Gomez before the injury, people would have been like, Yo, I take Joe Gomez over Fofana. Yeah. Like no Liverpool yeah. fan previously the end before the injury would have taken Fofana now over Joe Gomez then. Yeah, and there's no way Fofana's playing over Matip, maybe even Konate. Like Konate is like three times the size of Fofana. So I'll definitely take Konate, a guy who can run as fast too. So I don't know. A little I think we're being a little too unfair on Nunes. It's a little too soon. He just, he literally just arrived at England. You know, it's been seven games. Nunes. Played with a red card. So he pretty much technically played four matches, if I'm not mistaken. Nunes so. has nothing to do with any of these Liverpool issues. Yeah, nothing. Not a player Absolutely nothing. That was bought, mm-hmm. that he replaced somebody similar, nothing like that. He's a player they never had. Mm-hmm. It's going to mm-hmm. take time for him to fit in the system. He's already scoring goals, he's already doing his job. Yeah. I hear that. It, it I agree. has nothing to do with currently what the Liverpool setups have, like the issues they're having. Yeah. All right, boys, we need to move on. We've got a couple more minutes left, so we're going to go straight to our Q&A. Uh, first question from Adol. Does Martinelli make it to the Brazil's World Cup squad? No. This is laughable. This is laughable. No. Of course well, he is. Did you know no. the, well, the roster? The, they yes, just, I know that. I know it, that. Right? But yeah. did you guys know that um, Tite was at the Arsenal game, I think the last one, and after that he had a conversation with Arteta, and Arteta was basically saying, don't take my players, <laughs> whatever they need to rest. So now, uh, Tite, he's able to field more of the Brazilian players who never got chances. So now he's able to figure out who can make the last couple spots in the squad. All of the Arsenal players are going. Um, Gabriel's going, uh, look, Gabriel's going, so. and Gabriel's I, I, going. I don't think All Gabriels are going. All three. Hey, Martinelli. Even Gabriel Marquinhos too. Did you see the Europe again? But anyway, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead Mo. Uh, okay, okay, Martinelli might go. Gabby, Gabby, Gabby. <laughs> he, he might go, but I don't see him getting game time. You have Neymar, you have um, Rodrigo, yeah, but you they're have going. Vinicius. They're, going. Who, they're all going, and I think they're playing before Martinelli. I don't think he's and and Richarlison as well. I think plays before Martinelli. Gabriel Gabby, is playing before Jesus Martinelli. Is playing better than him. Yeah, like, so I'm saying I'm I'm naming five players. Who I think are going to get playing time over Martinelli. Martinelli might go. He might be on the squad. But I don't think he's getting minutes. It's Martinelli is one of those. If a player gets injured, he's going to be called up. Him or Jesus. Uh, they're all going. I, Martinelli's a tough one because the winger, the winger spot is the tough one. Let's be fair, but everything like the uh, Gabriel uh, Ace, can you help me with his last name? Malahayles. Malahayles. I, I swear you change every time. He, he should have been on the squad. <laughs> no, he oh, should have been yo, on the squad. Wait, I forgot. There's other players. Rafinha. <laughs> Rafinha's on the squad. Yeah, no, that's Rafinha's what I'm saying. Martinelli. Martinelli's starting. Rafinha's yeah. starting. Is it is Cunha uh, on the squad? Who? Cunha's on the squad. Barbosa. Who's, just, I don't know how he's always on the squad. Uh, Barbosa, no, Gabriel not. Barbosa, he's not making. You don't think no. he's going to make the World Cup? No, no. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now who's Martinelli in the squad. Martinelli is like a, a top three Brazilian player in form right now. No, he's not. What are you doing? No, he's not. Vinny, 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 Vinny
Neymar, Martinelli. They're all Jesus. the same. Everyone on the team is more informed than Martinelli. And Jesus. Even Edson, I, mean, yeah, I, I think so. Form. I think Martinelli's more informed than Jesus. Well, uh, no, he's not. I Richardson? think so. Of Richardson. course he's more informed than Richardson. What are you talking about? He's more informed than Richardson. Richardson has been playing like 20 minutes and scoring. I'm not even going to Come on, man. Richardson's been on fire. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. But, no, uh, Martinelli is carrying a team every game. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Martinelli, nothing. No, fam. Martinelli's a stretch, but Gabriel Malahias should have been on it. All Over three Ibanez, of them are going. Okay. Bremer, I'll play with the guys right now. Yeah, we'll see. But All midfield is weak, though. When I'm looking at his current midfield squad, Bruno Gomar is solid. Casemiro solid. Fabino has been struggling. Arf, you Fred, mentioned him every Arvid. episode. You have to get his jersey now. I know. Bruno right? G? The real Bruno? <laughs> Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Next question is from Theo. Stat Newcastle highest net spend in the Prem, but still not winning. Would it be a problem? Let's no. talk. What do you got? Present, no. future. No, um, accounting is for Mo. Let's go, Mo. Not, I'm not even accounting. I'm just saying you look at you look at their team <laughs> last season before Eddie Howe, right? Mike Ashley, whenever he whatever sold the team. You look at where they were and where they are now in like a year's time, bro. You get mm. you gotta give them time. Even they net spend two, three years in a row that they're still think. I think that's I maybe three years from now you should be like, hey, and they're still like top net spend in those every single year, then maybe you start questioning. Now no, it's too soon. It's Eddie Howe's done soon, wonders yeah. with the team that they had, bro. They have yeah. John Jones yeah. Shelby, who's not terrible, but he's starting. He's not starting for any of the top six teams. Yeah, um, I was on Love Island, I, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, it's too soon. I think uh, it's the Premier League. Everyone's spending. Nottingham Forest spent how much? Like the guys who just got promoted. Well, I think they were top five spenders in all of Europe. Like, yeah, about twenty so, players. <laughs> Let's take that yeah. in. Yeah, nearly, nearly, which is crazy. Yeah, they're playing pickup. <laughs> <laughs> they're playing FIFA career mode at this point. Uh, Theo, uh, another question. Discuss. I believe that Casemiro would be a better signing for Liverpool than Man United. Huh. Yes, hundred percent. I, I agree, agree with that too. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> I, I think. I think I, he could play with Fabinho. Honestly, I've always been on the wave. No, I've always been on the wave. Casemiro is better than Fabinho, and it's not even close. Oh, that's never been a question. It's, it's never, never been a question. Been. I think some people used to question it, <clears throat> Mo. Um, but like it's even good. for Brazil, Fabinho is touching bench. I think you can't be that disrespectful to be Fabinho. Is all nah, I, remember, I remember it's back like in the you had a lot of debate about this. Because saying not even close is crazy. I Fabinho has never close. been better than Casemiro. Never. I'm not saying he's been better. Arf is saying he's not even. He's, he's never, never been better. Close. Arf okay, yeah, maybe close. maybe that's not fair. Maybe you're, you're right. Maybe that's not oh, fair. Oh, Mo, now you want to pick and choose words. That's Arf what's do this to you. Arf do this to you. Said. Personally, uh, that was me. If that was me, I'm on a humble thing today, man. I'm on a humble thing. I'm being nice today. Arf, don't get in your head, bro. Just saying, if that was me, that was me. Why? Say it was not even close then. Say it's not even close then. All right, next question from Adam. Oh my god! Next question from Adam: Five league titles or one Champions League in KDB's case? Oh, five, five league titles. titles. Five league <laughs> titles. Even a question. Yeah, five league. I mean, people. Some players will say different. Some players would want Champions League over a league title. I think those players uh, already won Premier Leagues. I think Steven Gerrard would rather take the league title. No, no, no. I think you take a World Cup over five league titles. I think, like, okay, 100%. question, question, question. How are we ordering these, these trophies? World Cup, Champions League, uh, League Cup. That's a good one. Uh, or like League titles. Obviously, side. obviously, World but you have to get into the numbers. No, 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 I'm just saying, put it in order. One, two, three. Like, what, what would you of, rather win? Of course, in World that Cup order. is the obvious. World Cup, World Cup Champions League. World Cup, uh, Champions League, League title. I'm the same. You see, the I thing is, with, with Champions League and World Cup, like, your name will never be forgotten. Like, you are in that squad for that, winning that. Especially with No, World no, Cup. no. 
you know, you'll forget a Champions League name. You will never forget a World Cup name. Champions uh, League, but you'll remember the winners, though. You know, you'll, you'll never remember the guys with uh, league titles. It's kind of hard to remember here and there, you know. So World Cup's just number one lock. I would I'll take one yeah. World Cup over three Champions Leagues. Oh, actually, as an Arsenal fan? No, no, as an Arsenal fan, I, I'll take a Champions League. <laughs> I'll take so a you're Champions, Champions League, League over, over a World Cup? Cup? Yeah. So you're a Champions Arsenal World Cup? Yes. You're crazy. Just, you're crazy. Just for Arsenal. Crazy. Just for Arsenal. Just for Arsenal, man. <laughs> just Bro, for Arsenal. But if I was a player, yeah, World Cup first. Though. No way, man. No, no you, your own personal opinion. If I get a player. So you say your own personal opinion, you're taking Champions League, then World Cup, then, then the league title? <laughs> All right. You'd rather if Arsenal I, win the Champions League than Ethiopia win the... World Cup. Ooh. <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> Put me on the spot. There. Yeah, I love Arsenal, but come on, man. Come on, man. No, no, we more fair. We more fair. We more fair. Yeah, FNTP, yeah. Arsenal champion of Champions League, bro. I want that Champions League, bro. You're a pagan. Bro, You're a no, pagan. I don't care, bro. Ethiopia, we would have woke up. We never talk. Nah, bro. I've been memed all my life that we haven't won a Champions League. For 20 years, I've been memed for not winning a Champions League. Nah, bro. I think a Champions League. This is crazy. League. Wait, Mo, Mo. Somali, uh, Somaliland wins a, a World Cup or? Ace. I would <laughs> trade every problems, single. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I would trade every single Chelsea. You said Somaliland. Come on. That's a, listen, we're still in morning. No, after we're still in morning. Right, after I'm sorry. Please respect us. Sorry, gang. Uh, I would take Somalia winning a World Cup. I'd trade that for every single trophy Chelsea's won in their life. In a heartbeat. Come on, man. Allah, I'd be so quick raising a blue flag with the white start, bro. Right away. Right away. What? Damn. Right away, come on! Yeah. No question. That's, that's, my family that's hilarious. Yeah, I hope my family. I'd be so excited to see Abdi, 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 Muhammad, Abdi, Abdi, Muhammad <laughs> win the World Cup, bro. You're wild, you're wild. So, all right, next question from Adam: Who would you rather take right now, Holland or Lewandowski? Who Lewandowski? Lewandowski, Lewandowski right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, shut up. Okay. Question. <laughs> question. I said this last week. I guys are acting like we can't forget Holland. We can't forget Holland's form right now, too. No, no, no. Yes, we can. Is, yes, we can. Does the future well, matter in this clear. situation? Does the future matter in this situation or no? Uh, let's say right now, right now, like just for so this season. Matter. So this is this yeah. is what they'll to be make for it interesting. Now. It would be obvious if it's like for future, but like let's say right now, like oh, this Lewandowski. season, right now. Lewandowski. Lewandowski is scoring every different type of goal and making every different type of assist. Yeah. He's scoring There's, goals, kids score, man. He should score goals. Every away. single thing you need to do on the pitch. Yeah. No, he's scoring no, goals player. at a 30, whatever, he's, what is he, 34, 35? Like, goals that he shouldn't be scoring. He's like, you subtract, I think, two years for the Bayern doping. So it's like, ah, true, true. do the math. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. All right, next question from Adam. Ozil or David <laughs> Silva? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Ozil or David Silva, man? Ozil. Nah, David Silva for me. Ozil. Bro, the Ozil Real Madrid was a cheat code. Yeah, but David Silva was proven, man. Bro, he Ozil, just destroyed what? United. He literally just destroyed United. Get yeah, United, bro. Ozil was part of that Real Madrid huh? team that was so dominant. Yeah, and they won four Champions League after he left. They literally won the first their first Champions so? League in so long. After they won right the league. He won three FA they Cups. They won the league. How long? You <laughs> <laughs> won the league for the first time in how many years since when he came back? Then he started making nah. semis consistently when he came back too. Nah, they were falling off around us teams before that. Nah, it's just one of those like I feel like you need to give appreciation for these like under the radar guys. Ozil is obviously. Uh, you already know my opinion, Ozil. I already thought he was one of the most. We know. We know. Listen, Ozil. I think Ozil has like the time, time, devil fruit. He can slow down time and and make good decisions and just hold That's the tough. ball in places you shouldn't be able to. Mm. He's, he's, fake. A guy. he's fake. Let me say this. David Silva is a guy, but let's not act like 
people never mentioned him in 2010. Nah, he wasn't mentioned enough, if we're being completely honest. Because he was never the, he was I, never the first, second best player. He was one of the best players in the city for a long time. Aguero, he was Yaya. like top three, top three. Uh, Aguero, Yaya. The thing is, Aguero and scoring company. goals. Man. Fernandinho was always better than him. Fernandinho was always better than him. Facts. Okay, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's uh, next crazy. question. You know, we'll leave that question for the Discord. Next question from Big Fish. Realistically, how good would Van Persie be in today's game? Uh, he'd be he'd the best be, player in the world. <laughs> I thought you no, hated him. Joking. The worst in the world. No, 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 no. He'd be up there. He'd be in the level around Benzema Lewandowski, or maybe a little bit under. Nice. I think Max. it'd be the tier underneath Benzema, yeah. Lewandowski, and yeah. and like Holland and stuff like the tier underneath that. No, I want to say Holland. I think Benzema Lewandowski. Yeah. He's in the tier with Holland. He'd be at no. best Lukaku. At best, you heard At best Arsene Lukaku. Hater. Next question from Adam: If Modric, Kroos, and Casemiro were in the Croatia national team, would they have beaten France in the 2018 World Cup final? No, Ooh. they would have had a three-peat. <laughs> what? <laughs> then the conversation would have been done. Three-peat in the World Cup. <laughs> No, you know, no, Euro, actually, Euro World Cup a, Euro. It's actually something I wanted to bring up because we did post a real TikTok and TikTok a couple. Uh, I think it was right after Madrid won the Champions League about uh, comparing Madrid's Cruz and Casemiro to uh, Sergio Busquets, Xavi and Iniesta. And literally, all in the comments, they're all talking about their, you know, what they want with their national club, uh, nationalities, right? Obviously, the two Euros and the World Cup. These guys don't play together. They're all different <laughs> nationalities. <laughs> Hey, what are you talking about, you idiots, man? Hey, I can't, bro. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it, man. The mindset is just different. And then they call us stupid Americans. I'm convinced. Or that delivery was 10 I'm not, out of 10. I, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not even going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to delivery was 10 out of 10. Oh, Next God. question. Uh, same Great. question. Also, not a question, but like, how do you guys not mention Suarez for a shout for third best player of this gen? He's so underrated. Honestly, he's oversight. Not, he's he's as a shot, as a top, top five, though. I think he's... Uh, you can argue a lot of players for third was the point. That was it. He would it's definitely Neymar. be make an argument for it. Bro, it's Bro, not out of Neymar. Neymar. Yes, it is. What, guys, what are you guys talking about? This is crazy, man. I don't know, man. Luis Suarez on Liverpool. No, no. I think, I, think, I think we need to debate this one day. Uh, we got a couple more questions, so let's get through them. Next question is from... It's from Me Justice. On our Discord, could this season prove that Ronaldo would be a better sub than Messi since Ted Hag obviously prefers him as a sub? You know what's interesting? I was going to say, I know it's, it's analytics, but um, there was a TIFO, shout out TIFO, whatever, their IRL or whatever, their, their YouTube channel. They did a thing about analytics and then looking at, I guess, the best strikers or whatever it is. And they compared Ronaldo to Messi last year and Messi was better than him analytically. I'm just saying. Anyways, go ahead. Keep going. Interesting. Interesting. Right, we got to get through these questions. You so care about numbers, but not about the uh, Champions League and World Cup numbers, but okay. Mm. Next question from Ahmed. Is Harry on the bench the key for success United men's? No. Uh, it is the most important thing they could do. No. <laughs> yeah. but, but honestly, honestly, if you really think about it, they have a brand new backline with new fullbacks. Mm-hmm. No Wan-Bissaka, no Luke Shaw, no... Uh, Maguire, it's a brand new backline, and everybody looks more comfortable. So I think Maguire is one of the keys, but it's also a lot of uh, places outside of the defense too. I think this whole uh, Harry Maguire thing is going too far in the direction of his trash. Uh, if <laughs> let's not forget, not last season, but season before, like before the Euros, he was there. They wouldn't, they they would, they didn't lose without him in that last period. But once he got injured, they started losing a lot. So, so the same. He's not quality, but my point is he's still quality. Mm-hmm. He might not uh, be next good question. for the system, but yep. he's not the worst. 
Next question from me, Justice. Will Arsenal get out of the Europa League group considering they're lacking squad depth? Yes, they will. It's, uh, I, I'm very curious to see what happens with the PSV game. I do think we destroyed, uh, what's their name? The Swiss club. Uh, it was a little too easy. We should have scored a lot more. I feel like the scoreline didn't really replace. Zurich, Zurich. Z yeah, Zurich. Um, yeah, we're going to get out of the group stage. I think it's right now, it's, at, yeah, it's, it's an easy thing. No disrespect. I know you support the, Bod limit, but yeah, it's it's an easy group stage for Arsenal this season. Uh, another By the Arsenal way, uh, question. I don't, I don't like Zurich. I got profiled in the airport. <laughs> let's, let's cook them again. But yeah, next question. Uh, I agree with Zurich. You deserved it. Uh, next question. <laughs> Who lives matter Mo? Back at it again. <laughs> next question from Heiko Nasser. Is Fabio Vieira good? I don't want to make any judgments, but I loved what I see so far. Like he's definitely a midfielder. I don't think I suit him as a winger. He's definitely an attacking midfielder. I don't see him. I think people kind of thought he'd be covering for Xhaka and Partey. No, that's not the case. He's a 10 or at, at best a 10, or maybe he'll drift in for Saka for cover. But other than that, I like what I'm seeing so far. I'm not going to judge just, just as yet, but I like what I'm seeing. But a player I am very impressed with is Marquinhos, who played on the wing, played actually right wing back. Had a goal and assist for Arsenal. So I was Don't forget scared. Eddie. Goal and assist too. You know who you got to look out for? Green links. The only reason he's came into my head is because he's also Portuguese. PSG's Vitinha, bro. He's look, he's oh, Vitinha is an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy is so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, next question from Masalem. Uh, similar to the earlier question, Maguire starting is a common factor in Man United's losses. Why does he still get played? They need no. depth. They don't have depth there. They got, they got to rotate. Yes, they do. He's not the you common can't factor. Varane and... You can't play uh, Varane and thing of Martinez every game, right? So you have to. You have to play Maguire. Uh, He's English. He's English, so he has to your play. your captain, too. So. He costs uh, 80 million. Yeah. <laughs> Next he question. He has the dressing room. <laughs> There's a lot of f reasons outside of football. There it is. Oh, Next course, question from Amea. Can Haaland win City the Champions League? He could be the different factor, man. Bro, uh, if, if Haaland wins... Man City, the Champions League, bro. That could be like the biggest uh, legacy. I don't know. Like, can we, can we restructure? Can, say can, it again? Can, the question needs to be restructured too. Can Holland help KDB win the KDB. Champions League? KDB, yes, exactly. KDB, uh, there we go. He can definitely help them. I, I honestly, they're my favorites this season to win the Champions League. PSG. Like Madrid, I, I'm just concerned about Benzema. PSG. Yeah. Neymar uh, is on some, demon time. Yeah. Wait till what? When is the birthday? Know, so, uh, <laughs> World Cup. He's not taking the breaks. <laughs> All right. Next question from Twitter from Sadik McLovin. A couple of episodes ago, you guys cooked Mo Salah for drafting my guy. Since then, he has continued to have amazing defense performances and one goal and assist. Can we get an apology for the slander? He's talking about Hoiberg. Uh, no apology from me, uh, just as yet. Uh, he has been really good this season. I think people are trying to move. He's really good last uh, season. The most sellers of the most sellers of the world are trying to move. Like he filled in uh, for what's his name again? Uh, Dembele. Like he's the already has filled, fulfilled the Dembele role. In, no, uh, I never mentioned Dembele. I never. I'm just saying. I'll move it. Like he's same, already the same role. You know, he's he's already fixed that Tottenham midfield. I feel like he could be one of the more replaceable midfielders in that squad. Uh, I think so that. I think that Bentoncourt is the main character. Hoiberg plays better because Bentoncourt is there. So yeah. I'm not going to give him the full credit, but he is playing a lot better than Hoiberg I thought he would be. In the midfield. 
Bentacore hits Bentacore bench. is their best midfielder. Hoiberg's always the common yeah. factor, is all I'm saying. You know, just, yeah, Basuma did have a good game against Marseille in the Champions League. So uh, it's, it's getting there. But uh, last question from Sadiq. Also, and this one's directly at Mo. When is Big Fish coming on the episode? I'll be asking this question until it happens. Mo Salah, we're waiting. What's going on? Big Fish, when coming on the episode. <laughs> uh, next question from Big Fish, actually. Uh, if you had a child and had the option of them going from academy all the way to first team, what academy would you pick? I think I would pick a German academy. I feel like the development there is a lot better for young kids and get a lot more opportunity in terms of playing. Uh, where in Premier League is a lot of stress, a lot of competition, you know, and obviously they're buying players and then players don't even get playing time. I don't know. It's a sticky one. But if I had to pick, I'd tell my boy, go to go to Germany. You know, try I, I, I say go to Spain. Get the best fundamentals. Yeah, I hear Portuguese is good. There's lots of plot. It's Ajax. It's always Ajax. Oh yeah, True. never mind. True. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. You're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Uh, final question from that Ethiopian. This one. Uh oh. Listen carefully. Has another problem. Is a soft foul more likely to be called by a ref <laughs> <laughs> if it's in the box or in the middle of the park? Thoughts about in the box? In the box. Is getting called back there right away. Shout out to everybody who's seen the clip on the story when uh, Mo and. <laughs> Our brother, the Ethiopian, were arguing. And yes, this is him proving his point. So shout yeah. out to Idol. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, Mo, you know, listen, I know you can beat us in arguments sometimes. Sometimes, not answer all the, the time. Idol's the final boss. Idol? Idol's the final boss. Idol's Ganondorf. Idol is Ganondorf. Idol is Ganondorf. You can't answer beat him. His question. Answer the question. Y'all ain't answering the question. This is no, between no, no. you and him. I got to go now. I got to go. The wife and kid just came in. We're going to call it now. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you all next week. Take care. Peace. And with that, we are out. <laughs> <laughs>